Hello. Hello and welcome to the Alternative Twats podcast. And Merry Christmas. And while we're Merry at it. Christmas. And so why is it why is it <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Just you Merry Christmas. Alright, I'll tell you I'll tell you why. Because Brian, we've done this podcast. Is this our fourth episode? <laughs> this is our fourth, yeah. So you know how we always start it, hello and welcome to the Alternative Twats podcast. Yeah. So named because we're alternative. <laughs> And, and and you entirely threw me off my game because you're like, hello and welcome. Merry Christmas. I'm like, what's going on? Right, should we, should we, should we try again? Okay. Right. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to the Alternative Twats podcast. So called because we're alternative and... and... <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're leaving that in. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> it's, it's, uh... Peeking behind the I, curtain. Uh, yeah, I can't let anyone not hear you go, Moog. Easiness. <laughs> I'll never work in this town again. <laughs> um, but yeah, welcome to episode four, our Christmas special, or as we like, which I, as I'm trying to coin the phrase, our drunk ass Christmas special. Yeah, I'll, I'll support that. We're not yet though, so we need to get on it. Yeah, We're, we need to get lit. We have already started drinking at this point though. We have. We are currently drinking a Brewdog Punk IPA. Which is a classic. It is, and, and it's very classic. good. It's yeah. really nice. In fact, I have a little story about that. So, What's your story, Brian? On the last... <laughs> you're going to say Balamore. <laughs> um, on the last podcast, I was saying about how I was going to see Kasabian, or I had seen... <laughs> it was all a very confusing timeline. It was. Um, so I hadn't when we recorded it, but by the time I went out, I had. Anyway, when I went to see Kasabian, I was in Nottingham. And uh, I went to the Brewdog bar. Since found out they have one in London. Did they actually? Yeah, I was walking around Soho the, uh, like last week. And I saw a Brewdog bar and I was like... Mm. Well, that needs to be an <laughs> alternative to Axe outing, <laughs> yes, doesn't it? Yes, it does, I think. Yeah, certainly. Um, but no, it was really good in there. Um, I had some Elvis juice, which we have a can of here, actually, which we're going to crack open in a bit. Which is really nice. It's like 6.5%, I think. But it's grapefruit-infused IPA. Um, yeah, 65 um, and I had a I had a punk IPA because, like, as you just said, it's classic. Wow, I really need to catch up. Right, you talk while I down this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, one of the things that I'm really excited about this podcast, and I we didn't plan this. We didn't say that we were getting each other gifts, but we've inadvertently ended up getting each other gifts. Yes. And I'm sitting with Brian's gift resting on my lap, and it's the heaviest thing. <laughs> I think what he's bought me is just some lead. I didn't know. I bought you. We we discussed that. I bought you weights because you need to. Oh, oh yeah. Tone up. You need, need to, to tone up. Do you even lift? I, I don't actually. No. <laughs> Most of the time, I get the escalator. Not even the lift. It's, I lie. It's not weights. It's a lot of coal. But it's coal <laughs> compressed. So it's it's diamonds essentially. Is what, <laughs> is, is what I've given you. <laughs> a big old block of diamonds. <laughs> Yeah, when, when do you want to do presents? Should we do them now? Should we do Let's do it now. So, I'm handing mine to Brian's, and it's one of those, like, wine boxes, mm. because my mum... Is it wine? It's not wine. <laughs> it's, cool. it's because my mum, she went round to her old bosses, and shout out to my mum, actually. Just, she's a nice lady. <laughs> <laughs> she went round to her old bosses, and bought her sofa for some reason. Okay. So we have her sofa. Anyway, that's me getting sidetracked. She had an entire box full of these wine boxes that are like vaguely presenty type stuff. Right. And so now we have 
possibly more than 200 of these boxes. <laughs> and it is the best logistical decision she's ever made. <laughs> Any, anyone who gets a present, I don't know, I don't care what, if I get you like a jackhammer, it's coming in one of those boxes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that she went around to her boss's place. Her boss gave her this. She was like, Ben, I don't want this. Give this to Brian. And I've just been re-gifted. Right, who wants to open first? Uh, I'll, I'll go first. Okay. I, mine's Can we just... Can, can you just Literally explain how... a brown paper package tied up with string. And I'll tell you what, Brian, it's one of my favourite things. <laughs> I thought it was you were going to say that. It was very intentional. Yeah, I uh, tied it up with a little bow and everything. Mm. Some, I, I've done that to everyone's presents this year. That's, have you actually? I have. See, that's a very nice touch. I, I hate wrapping presents usually, so I was like, I'm going to really like it if I do them like that. Yeah. So I just, I'll fucking do it like that. And then it, today while I was wrapping them, it was a bit of a ball. Like, it took me about an hour and a half to wrap everything. <laughs> really? But usually I leave it very last minute because I can't be bothered. And then I just sort of like wrap it all around yeah. and then just <laughs> cover it in cellotape. Use some newspaper. Yeah. So uh, today it wasn't as painful because I was relatively happy with my work. Open it. Sorry. You've so been I'm, di- I'm diving right in. <laughs> diving right in. So that's the string coming off, lads. Are you ready for this? All oh, this some sellotape. You spared no expense. I spared, spared no expense. A comprehensive guide to the very best beers in the world. The 101 beers. No, 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 no. What? Sorry, that was discalculate. <laughs> I can't read numbers. The 1001 beers you must try before you die. And I don't, I don't want to die. No. So I'm not going to try a thousand of these beers and not have the last one. <laughs> <laughs> and that would live forever. I'm really pleased with this. It's, I'm glad. It's, it's a weighty old tome. It is, yeah. <laughs> I'm really glad I'm not cycling home, because that would take me a couple of hours. Yeah. So, just flicking to a random page. That, right, wait, wait, close it again. Yeah. Flick to a random page, and whatever one it is, we've got to try and get for the next podcast. Cool. All right. So, I'm going to flick through. You say stop. Okay. Stop. It is Berliner Kindle Weissy, or Weissy. I think that's... Vice? Vice? Is that it's oh, a yeah, German Vice. beer, isn't it? Yeah, it's Vice. What's the temperature? It's only 3%, Ben. Flick, flick through again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, stop. What's that? Uh, so there's two. There's a 7%. We'll go with the 7%. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with the 7%. Okheim Mokni from Poland. Tasting notes. Pours a pale amber colour with a healthy head that diminishes to a thin coating. Emitting a happy... Floral nose. The palate is struck by a sweet caramel malt taste with subtle hints of fruit. I'll tell you what I like about a beer, Brian, is when it smells happy. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that is one of my favourite things because about you, a beer. Because as you well. know when you get one of those factory farm beers and you can just tell that it's suffered for all of its oh, life. Yeah, no, I, I growing like my up in a free cage. range, free range, my free range uh, beer, organic beer. Yeah. Uh, Allowed to roam as much as beer does. It's the yeast is let allowed to live this its fullest is life. The alternative to Matt's podcast for your premium yeast discussions. <laughs> <laughs> right. Speaking of yeast, um, I don't like where that sounded. Like where that was going. Um, no, I'm going to crack open the next beer because we need to. We need to get on with it. Yeah, the slot so, machine. So, ba- so basically, today we're 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 on more. We're drinking more beers. We're having like yeah. We're, we're trying to step up the pace. Yeah, we are. So. I think that represents Christmas for quite a lot of people. It as well. does, doesn't it? Right. So, yeah, this is Slot Machine, which is a Red Rye IPA by Brewdog. It's 5.2%. So, it's up there. It's up there in those percentages. Yeah, Ben, get your glass. Oh, that glass. is red. It is 
That's not even red, that's brown. Yeah, it is brown. It looks red coming out of the bottle initially. I think yeah. once it settles, it will be a bit more red. See, it, this is not a good way to pour a beer. This is very... Straight I, out. <laughs> <laughs> because Brian was the one doing the pouring, and I was the one doing the holding of the glass, and that, that's that was, not that a good was a very, system. No, I did not like the way that was doing it, especially as you sat on my bed. Right. So, cheers. Cheers. On the nose? It smells nice. It smells happy. <laughs> It's so happy. I, I, happy and hoppy. Happy and hoppy. Mmm. Ooh. I like that. It's got a very deep flavour. It's nutty. Mmm. Very Christmassy, actually. Yeah, even though it's not a Christmas beer. Hang on, shall I read, I read the bottle? Yeah, I go. Slot machine. Stack those quarters and prepare to paint the town red. Citrus and toffee malt on the nose is rapidly followed by an intertwined floral sweetness and subtle rye spiciness, fruity notes, and a little caramel. Sweetness ebbs to a final bit of payout. Embrace the crimson-faced one-armed rye bandit and rack em up. Slot machine, hit the jackpot every time. <laughs> that is, that is a, that's a description. We are alternative to us do not endorse gambling. Please do not gamble your life savings away. But we do endorse Brewdog. <laughs> we love Brewdog. And if Brewdog would like to endorse us, <laughs> I think that is the more important thing. Exactly. If you um, want these podcasts to get a lot funnier... <laughs> please send us money and or free beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, slot machine. It's just really nice, actually. I'm really it nice. is, yeah. It's, it's one of those ones where it's it's not... Like an IPA that it just sort of disappears on the tongue. There's a mm. uh, there's a flavour that lasts for a while. Yeah, definitely. And I like that. I like that sometimes. A Me bit. too. You couldn't down it though. Imagine trying to down a pint of this. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna. It'd it'd be like trying to read a novel in half an hour. You just wouldn't be able to do it. It's too complex. <laughs> so. Brian, Brian actually choked uh, as, to, as to how pretentious that was. <laughs> it was beautiful. Mm. I realise that whenever we, whenever I've poured those last two out, as it gets to the end of the bottle, I'm just like, fuck it, and then I down the rest of it, and I'm like, wait, Ben probably wanted some of that. <laughs> it was good, it was good. So I, um, me and Brian went to a party on Friday, and then I ended up going on a beer crawl on Saturday. You brave, brave man. <laughs> and I am now drinking again on Sunday. So, um... Yeah, I've been... Yeah, I've been three days. This is my third day Is well. it your third day and as well? And tomorrow will be my fourth because it's Christmas Day. And, yeah, I'm uh, I'm giving up drinking for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to drink... Like, on Christmas Day or just... On Christmas Day. Okay, I thought you meant not, like for Christmas. I mean, like, I'm I not like, cancelling the podcast. <laughs> I was going to say, how are we going to do this, Ben? We're going to have to get like alcohol-free versions of it. <laughs> Shout out to John for his alcohol-free beers. <laughs> that is the most niche in-joke that you can... very niche. We're trying to get a wider audience here, Ben. <laughs> <clears throat> Basically, we had a... To, 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 to explain it, uh, we had a friend who on New Year's Eve a couple of years ago was like, yeah, going to get on it. And uh, uh, my, my dad went and picked me up some uh, Kofferbergs earlier. <laughs> and he turns up with a pack... A four, I think it was four bottles of uh, alcohol-free Copperberg, <laughs> and it was just—it was so perfect of a moment. See, when I lived in Canada, I um, I was shopping around, and it was funny because I was so far away from home. I didn't. By the way, why want to mention Canada? Shout out to Corey. He's a lovely man. He's a brilliant poet, actually. Oh, uh, interesting. And is Canadian, and listen to the podcast. So it's nice to hear from you, Corey. 
Um, so I, I was in Canada, and there's something about being very far away from home that makes you feel a little bit insecure. So mm, I get that. One of the things that I didn't like to do was spend any money. So when I went to the... <laughs> Sorry, you don't like spending any money anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was heightened. It was heightened. So I went to the supermarket and saw these beers, and it was like $4 for 12 beers. And the beers in Canada are quite expensive. Mm. So I was in this supermarket. I was like, I can't not get these beers. So I picked them up, put them on my trolley, didn't realise how heavy beers are, actually. Mm. So I had to walk about two miles in snow <laughs> <laughs> carrying these beers. I get them home, and I and I and my housemate says... Yeah, so where where were you? I was like, oh, I was just at the shops. So I got these beers, and he's like, "You got beers? They're not allowed to sell beers." I was gonna say in supermarkets in Canada. Yeah, and so I look at them, and they were alcohol-free beers too. <laughs> they just taste very nice. Well, that's good. And I think that's it, the main thing. And it made me feel a little bit drunk. Interesting. I, I think it was some sort it's of like psychos- a placebo thing. Yeah, isn't it? psychosomatic. Yeah. In that is very interesting. I think as long as it tastes good, because. I think I've only ever had an alcohol-free beer once, and it just was really watery. Mm. I think it might have been a Bex Blue or something, to be fair. But, yeah. Um, if it tastes good, that's the main thing. Like, the reason I love beer... I mean, I do like the buzz. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to lie, you know. But right now, for this purpose, like, as we're, we are sitting here drinking them right now... It's mainly... A, it's like 90% taste, 10% buzz for yeah. me, maybe. It's like going for dinner. Yeah, so if it tastes good, that's like the main thing anyway. So my second alcoholic, uh, alcohol-free beer story is I, I was working uh, with a group of lads and it was one of my friend's first day. And so they all said, we've got a prank Raj. We've got a prank Raj. What can we do to prank Raj? And so what I did is I bought a six six pack of alcoholic-free beer and made him down them all before he got into work. <laughs> And because all the bosses were in on it, they were like, Raj, are you alright? Did you go out last night? Raj, you are you are you, are you a bit drunk? You, you, your your judgment is just a bit... And then he kept looking at me like, what, what, what's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and then at the end of the day, I got the, the boss, Andy, just to say, you know, we know that, it, that, it, that you downed some beers. And he looked at me like... Did you tell him? Did you tell him? And then I, then I said, but they were alcohol free, and he took it very, very well. That is, that is very good banter, to be honest. It's, it, I was very proud of it. <laughs> I would be. Oh, shall I open your present? Yeah. <laughs> this has been sitting here. Right, there's a right. There's a mug. There is the a mug. Oh, it's like a metal. Is this like a camping mug? It is like a camping mug. Do I take this out first? Oh my god, it has my name on it. It does have your name on it. This is. This is beautiful. So do you want to read out the right. caption? <laughs> it says, Brian, beneath the steely exterior beats the heart of a dashing hero. And it's true. I don't know if this is the several glasses of Brewdog getting to me <laughs> and the gin and tonic I had before you got here. <laughs> but uh, I, this is bringing a tear to my eye. Hang on. Oh, I really love this. Right. I'm glad you like it. What is this? Ooh. Blue Point Brewing Company... Toasted lager, American style amber. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, it is going to be interesting. Ooh, we're gonna we're gonna drink this now. Yeah. Ooh, and what's this? What's so this it's one? because I knew that you liked a cheeky little IPA. I, I do like it. I do like an IPA. You're not wrong. American pale, 
Four Pure Brewing Company. Bre <laughs> 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 Sorry, can I just... American Pale, Four Pure Brewing Company. Brewed and canned in London. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was my thinking was London podcast, London beers. That, good shout. Is the other one, is this one a London one? I, no, there was only one London beer. You, you just made that up. You just said, I thought London podcast, London, London beer, beers. London beer, full stop. Oh, where's this one? Singular. Um, this, uh, oh, the, this one was brewed. So the one that doesn't say American on it was, oh, it does say American. Never mind. <laughs> Bloody hell. But that one was brewed in America. The toasted one is American. And then this one is sort of a present for me. Oh, you, it's, you, it's you've got mug, to have this. A mug with my name on Maybe it. Maybe yeah. we should... Right, I think if we keep both of these here... That's what I was thinking. We, and then, they could be our podcast Because we always just have glasses. We have we glasses. But if we, we, could drink out of, we could drink our beer out of these. It says, Absolute top bloke Ben. Give thanks for his awesomeness. It's not, it's, it's not... So modest. So, so, so <laughs> it's modest. It's not as good of a caption as Brian, is it? <laughs> There's a receipt in the bottom of this. I'm guessing... Um, did you did you get these specially made, or...? So, this is a receipt for... Village Cards Limited. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't think this 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 was not your receipt. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, it was. So, <laughs> but on the receipt it says, One Gifts... Four ninety nine. Also, one gifts. Four ninety nine. I'm gathering that's the mugs. Probably. It, it wasn't the mugs. Did no. you did you find did you order these online? Did you oh, get... Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, I was gonna say because if if so, finding one that said Brian and Ben. Brian. So that's the thing, right? When you're in shops and you see like, you know, you can get like name things. Like you can get a name on a on a mug yeah. or like on a door side or something. And it's always like oh Zante. Literally, I'm like Brian is a common name. Why is Brian never an option? Or if it is, is Brian spelt with a Y? Pisses me off. Brian spelt with a Y? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, it's Ben spelt with a Z X in the middle. <laughs> it's it's just stupid, basically, is what I'm saying. But I'm looking forward to trying these. Toasted lager. What's toasted? So lager? I, I think toasted means that it tastes like a lager, but it's a darker beer. Okay, interesting. Because I think that you toast the hops. Nice. All right. Okay. So I just want to say, not, I, if for anyone listening out there, I'm not sure what effect this has on the yeast. <laughs> I think you're gonna say, I'm not sure what hops are, but, uh, <laughs> but I hear beer people talking. About um, yeah. When I was in, uh, so well, yeah. When I went to Kasabian, yeah. Um, I was staying with my friend just outside in Nottingham, and uh, we drove down to Birmingham to see Kasabian, and we had. Before we left, we had a he had a Brewdog beer in his house, and it was called Electric Something, I think, and it is Brewdog's Lager essentially. Mm. But it was so it was like the best lager because it was it was like a lager, but it had the sort of Brewdog kind of bitterness to it mm. that made it taste a little bit more like an ale, and it was really nice. It was really really good. I really um, I was very impressed with it. And I was going to get that as well as the uh, Punk IPA, but I couldn't see it. And then I saw a slot machine. I was like, red. I, I really like red IPAs. Yeah, so. red IPAs are good. So I got that instead. Um, but I would recommend that. I think it's called like Electric Dreams or something. I don't think it is that. It's something like that, though. It could be. Okay, because there's um, there's that do, um, elect do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep. We'll always be together. However far it seems, dun, 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 you know, 
We'll always be together. Forever in electric dreams. There we go. go. (laughs) You were looking at me very confused. I was like, I should have just jumped straight to that part rather than doing a whole little rendition. (laughs) But you're all welcome. You can um, you can put that on iTunes, and when it gets number one, you have to pay us all your money. All of them. All of your money. Well, we'll sue. We we'll sue. We'll Susan. (laughs) (laughs) We we will Janet. We'll uh, mm, yes. We may even Jeremy. You never know. <laughs> Either way, I'm very happy with this mug. This this Brian. Thank you. Beneath the steely exterior beats the heart of a dashing hero. I love it. Was it? Did you choose the message, or did you just put the name? No, I just just put the name. I like it. And th- this this was the default Ben one, so I just got the default Ben one. Yeah, this is um this it's... is very like wanking yourself off in public. <laughs> just an absolute top bloke Ben. It's because it was cheaper if you don't put Hang your on. own name in. Hang on. Oh no, I hate spending money on Brian. Give thanks for his awesomeness. <laughs> it is pretty cringe, but I'm pretty cringe, so <laughs> I'll accept you that. you as a person, that's true. <laughs> so Ben, mm-hmm. what have you been listening to this week? Um, I've been listening to a lot of things. I've been listening to Intro by The XX, which is an absolute banger. Okay. I, right, with The XX. Yeah. I never really, I've never really listened to him properly. I but I saw Jamie XX at Reading two years ago. No, so you didn't yeah, listen. Two years ago. No, it, yeah, he was shit. Was he? I thought he was. I, it, I mean, he wasn't shit. If you like that, I imagine he was great. But it was just a, it was just a beat, and that was it. Oh right. I stood there for like five minutes, and it was just, and I was like. See, that's not what I get from the XX. Like, yeah, I mean, this like, was like he. This was his solo thing. Yeah. Um. But so I've I've never really listened to the XX. But I've, it's always one of those things that I've always meant to listen to. But well, you you've got prime time to listen to it because it's gonna be on our commuting podcast, hey, commuting playlist, so. which we still haven't we uploaded. We have not done. But um, by we, the time we, this goes out, we have to do. We well, have this to is do. going out tonight. Yeah. So so we'll. We'll do it. Yeah. It will be done. So, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas Eve currently. It's, it's The time now is about half past seven. Yeah. So, hopefully by about ten o'clock you'll be hearing this. Or you'll it will be uploaded anyway. You might not be listening to it at ten o'clock. <laughs> Maybe um, you'll be with your families having a nice time. <laughs> probably, yeah. Uh, and if you're not with a family, if you are alone this Christmas and uh, it's, you know, if you don't like Christmas, then I think that's totally fine. Well, yeah, I, I mean... I'm. I know that I say this a lot, but I really don't really like Christmas that much. Yeah, you you have you've um, you've uh, said about this before. Yeah. But I mean, I see. That's the thing. I I, I like, like time off. I like time off. <laughs> oh, I love the time off. I got like what ten days off right for Christmas. <laughs> it's just <laughs> incredible. Buzzing. Um, but uh, w- all I mean is that it's all right to be on your own at Christmas. It is. Christmas isn't that. Christmas isn't isn't the be all and end all, and if you don't like Christmas for personal reasons or whatever, then just have a day off, just chill, have a drink, watch some stuff. Maybe don't have too much to drink, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, you know. Have you listened to? Well, have you read the lyrics to like Feed the World and how patronising they are? It's so right. It's I've so ha- bad. I have I've had a problem with this song for many years. So I never knew the lyrics. So this is me coming in raw. Right. So the lyrics. There won't be snow in Africa this Christmas time, right? I'm like, 
regardless of whether there was poverty, <laughs> there's still not going to be any snow in Africa. So what the fuck does that have to do with it? Like, it, that, that line always really pisses me off. And the, do they know it's Christmas? Uh, do they know it's Christmas time? Probably. I mean, <laughs> a large, a large proportion of the people in Africa are Christian. That's the thing, right? It, like they just generalize Africa yeah. as a whole continent, part of which is a very Muslim. Like you go to Egypt, that's Africa. Mm. Egypt is a very Muslim place. Yeah. So it, it's. <laughs> I have a lot of problems with that song. Yeah. But. There's a very good scene in Gavin and Stacey which really like highlights how shitty that song is, I think. Really? Because uh, in the Gavin and Stacey Christmas special, have you ever seen it? I, ha- I have, but you're going to have to remind me. So there's this bit and Smithy and Gavin are like singing it down the phone to each other. And it's just like, they're singing these like really depressing lyrics, but like proper upbeat. <laughs> just like, it's, and, I don't know. It's... um. It's it's a good song, don't get me wrong, and you know, I guess all the profits went to charity and stuff to help people in poverty, mm. which is great. But lyrically, I feel like yeah. they could have done better. There is something that's problematic about that song. <laughs> well, we know how I feel about that one. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, actually, that's the thing. So, I think it was the first podcast where I was saying I don't like the word problematic. Yeah. I've actually, it's actually become less of, it's, it's become less problematic to me <laughs> <laughs> since... Because I think after I after I said that on the podcast, because I listened back to the podcast, and I was think I made me think about it, and I was like, why do I why don't I like that? Because the reasons that I don't like it are for what it's associated with. But at the end of the day, I also completely agree with the people using the word. Yeah. In terms of what it's associated with, so why does it bother me? Um, and actually, I think that just made me realise. Doesn't bother me that much. It doesn't bother me as much as I thought it did. Also, on last week's podcast, I said that I think I would let because I was talking to a friend about this before we even put out the last podcast. Um, that I said because I said I think my masculinity would get the better of me with a yeah. letting a woman buy me a drink. Now, I was talking to uh, one of my female friends about this because I was saying I don't think that that actually is the case. I think as I was talking about it. I think maybe that was just what I thought it was. If you know what I mean? That sounds really That's what you thought you thought, but actually on reflection, that isn't what you think. Yeah, that's it. And and it's not that my masculinity would get the better of me. Because I've got female friends that have bought me drinks before, and it's no problem. So it's not, it's Mm. not a woman buying me a drink. It's the awkwardness of another person paying for something for me. And I, I get that with... Almost any situation, um, but I think especially if I was on a date, I think if I was on a date with a man, I would also be the same. Mm. So what? What I think something beautiful is happening here that I think that you're starting to agree with me because I was saying it's awkward to buy a girl a drink, and so that's why I wouldn't do it. Mm. And it and in the same way you were saying, well, I wouldn't like to be bought a drink myself. Now there were things that I there were certain parts of what I said that I still agree with and yeah. so, and but but this is like on reflection this is mm. actually how I feel about it like for instance I think there are some women that would use that as a barometer like they they wouldn't like having to buy someone a drink yeah but I mean equally there'll be guys like that you know that's not me saying that all women are like that or anything like that but um 
So I do agree with you, and I did agree with you last week. But yeah, it's um, I just wanted to like clear that up, maybe, yeah. <laughs> because I, I actually, on reflection, that's not how I feel about it. Yeah, because that's a very um, I don't know. It seems very uh, <sighs> what's the word for it? Outdated. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah. I I'm in danger of you being like. Oh yeah, so I think my opinion was sort of, and I'm like wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, just do it, just in future. But no, I um, that's that's basically it. it. It's not a it's not a woman buying me a drink. That's the problem. Is anyone buying me anything? <laughs> I yeah, I mean like you turn it round, and I I think there are certain people who are allowed to buy you a drink, but I think quite often it's because there's there's a shared assumption that the other person it's less of a thing for them. So when mm, yeah. so when when I was talking about going out for work drinks and your boss offers to buy you a drink, mm. the reason why they can offer to buy you a drink and it's not awkward is because you both know that you're on less money than they are. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing. Because I, I was about to say, you know, when, yeah, if my boss is buying me a drink, that's fine. Because, mm. yeah, in, in terms, you know, financially, I'm working for them. They're, they're, they're paying me, yeah. But at the end of the day they're going to have more money than I am because, yeah. you know, they're paying me. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it, I think it's all to do with the, uh, social, social, is that the right word? Like social implication or like the, um, it, it is the, it's the wider context. The, yeah. So, I think that's a better way of putting it. Yeah. Wider context. Cause I, cause I think as well, like when I go out with my dad and he buys me drinks, it's like, that that's entirely fine because I know that he has more money than I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you done with your beer? I am done with my right, beer. Right, like we're going to crack open so, this American pale that was and brewed and scanned in London. <laughs> <laughs> this is that's my favourite so, thing. Not not to genuinely turn this into a podcast about yeast, <laughs> <laughs> but I think that there is there is a form of yeast that is like American yeast, which is how you make an American IPA. Okay, that's interesting. Even if it's brewed and canned in London. Yeah, I mean, on the ingredients, it just... Ingredients? <laughs> I was going to say, so that really... <laughs> on the ingredients? Um, no, on the ingredients, it's, it's, uh, it just says, just says yeast. It doesn't say a specific kind. I mean, that doesn't mean there isn't a specific kind, but... Shall I read the label? Let's read the label. Inspired by adventure. I love adventure. Yeah, don't we all? Um, at Four Pure, beer is our passion, and our travels are what inspire us. I've, Vibrant. Sorry, go on. So I would love to read a can where it says, "At Ben's Brewing Company, we don't really care that much about beer. <laughs> We're not passionate about it at all." But it tastes alright, so just, it's making us money. Um, Vibrant California days shaped our take on this American-style pale ale. Classic citrus flavors from Cascade. Centennial and Citra hops make this a smooth and refreshing year-round beer for California dreaming. Did you like the voice I put on? I did. I really like that. And I'm, I think that a lot of the people who say, oh, I really like your podcast, Brian's voice is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and mine? I think, yeah, but then everyone also goes, oh, I really like your podcast. Ben's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... Yeah? <laughs> oh, that's true. Which one would you rather have? Would you rather have an amazing voice or be really funny? I think that depends on whether I want a career in radio, mm. which I maybe do. 
Really? So maybe having You've got a, a face voice... for it. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe having a voice for it is a good thing for me. Um, I'm not. I was gonna say, do you want to pour them into our cups? But they're kind of unwashed. They are sort of unwashed. I kind of. We've already. Yeah. It, yeah. That... Yeah. We'll do it next week. Yeah. So hang on. Oh. oh. There you go. Have some of this American. Oh, I don't like this. I really, do. I don't like you holding the glass and me so, pouring. So we did it again. Why? We just except this time I sort of flicked fl- the glass <laughs> like a fucking idiot. I shit myself. I, I, I didn't flick the glass. You started pouring and I had to catch it. <laughs> oh, this um. I'm starting to get a buzz on. Yeah. So this, so appropriately, this is our drunk ass Christmas special, and that is what we're going to call it this week, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is a. Uh, I'm liking this thing. This is um. They, I'm really liking the uh, <laughs> the composition of the bubbles. I think I gave myself more than you, but also it was my Christmas present, so maybe that's it, all right. Yeah, maybe that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So on the nose, it's very lagery. Hmm. Right, shall we? Oh my god. What's going on there? What is that? (laughs) 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 Mm. That's like, um... What? It's like apple. Maybe that's apple. Like, I can... It's like the skin of an apple is what that tastes like. I feel like it's when you've... (laughs) And I'm not trying to be negative. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, you know when you sharpen a pencil, and then you've got the lead smell in your hand? That is That's what it sort of tastes like. an incredibly like. good description of what it tastes like, but it tastes like that in a very, very good way. Yeah, it, it, like that, but if it was a beer and it was nice. Yeah, like, this is really nice, like, I'm not disputing that at all. But it's like when you describe that herbalist beer to me, like, that doesn't sound great, but mm. I, re- I do really want to try it. Yeah, I, I need to get some herbalist, because that, that was banging. Mm. Mm. Yeah. It's sort of it's cross between pencil lead <laughs> and apple skin uh, and burnt rubber. A and little bit. <laughs> Is that right? So if you get a bunch of pencils and you make a small fire out of them, a charcoal and then, fire, and then throw your erasers on it as well and sniff that <laughs> after the after the chemical high that you get, <laughs> consider the consider the taste of that. And uh, yeah, right. So I asked oh, you what you've been listening to this week. And yeah. you said the XX. And then you went off. And then we just went off about the how whole you didn't thing. like the XX. Well, it, no, I just don't like the like Jamie XX's solo stuff. So okay. what song by the XX? So I've been listening to Intro by the XX, okay. which is uh, it's an instrumental, and it's it's so weirdly subtly powerful. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, it makes me feel emotions, and I I think that that's one of the things about like stripped back music is you always put your own interpretation on it and say mm-hmm. like, oh wow this song is really really sad or this song is really really happy and you can be listening to the same song yeah but because there's you fill in the blanks mm. so um that is one that i've been listening to and also spotify does this thing where it's like here's the top 100 songs that you've oh, listened to see that's annoying because i don't use spotify i use apple music oh. but i always I, I, I miss that kind of stuff it's it, it's so good. So let me just get my uh, top songs 2017 up. Move by Saint Motel. So interesting. So this is one. I got really really drunk with <laughs> with my ex boss, mm-hmm. and I wanted to listen to the song Move, 
and we were sitting on the train together, and my WhatsApp was open with him on, and so I I text him move. But actually, I was just trying to listen to the same motel song, Move. So I was, I was sitting there, I, I was, we were on the train, and um, I was trying to listen to it, and, it's, and I was just going in my head, ba da ba da ba da ba da Move! Oh, bada, I know, okay, bada, I know, that's, I know that song, yeah, yeah. I love that song so much, but then, like, I got, I, I was in the toilet, and then I got back to where he was sitting, and, and he'd moved. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm really sorry, that's not, not what I meant in the slightest, I just wanted to listen to the song Move. So that, that has been one of my bangers of 2017. Mm. And then also, the Shooting Stars song, which became a meme song. Like, Shooting Stars... Oh, by Bag Raiders. By Bag Raiders. That is a good song. Genuinely, it, yeah, it became a meme, but genuinely, if you listen to it all the way through, that's a very I good song. I really like that song. Yeah. Uh, and, then, and then the other one that I'm just going to give a shout out to is Run by San Cisco, mm. uh, which has a lot of... <laughs> which is a lot more tuneful when it's sung by a musician I, I than by imagine. me. I think that's a, that's a point. I think we need to do a, we need to do a, year, the, a year roundup. Because we do this bi-weekly, so by the time the next podcast comes out, it's going to be January. Yeah. So, okay, so right, I'll say what I've been listening to, and then we'll talk about the stuff that we've, our favourite stuff of the year, yeah. I guess. Um, so this, I mean, for the last couple of weeks, I I mean, for the last week at least, I've been listening non-stop to the 1975. I love the 1975 <laughs> a lot. And out of nowhere last week, they dropped a live album. Oh yeah, I remember you mentioning. And it's fantastic because they 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 live streamed uh, a concert from the O2 last year, in November. Uh, Vivo, live like did the was hosting it, and uh, they had the full show on YouTube for a long time. And I used to just watch it like when I was at uni. Still, mm. I'd put that show on while I was doing work because it's fantastic. It's a Incredible show, yeah. And then I couldn't find it on YouTube. I thought they'd taken it down, right? And then this live album comes out, and I'm like, "Oh, that'll be why they took it down." Yeah. And then two, three days ago, I'm like, "There it is. There's the live show back up on YouTube." I don't know if they took it down or if I was just a fucking idiot and couldn't find <laughs> it for a long time. But it is back on YouTube at the full hour and a half, whatever live show, and it's fantastic. And I've been listening. Either listening to the live album or watching it. I've watched, I've rewatched it like four times in the last couple of days. While I was wrapping Christmas presents today, I just had it on on my TV. Um, so the 1975's live album, live from the O2, the YouTube video of their show live from the <laughs> O2, because that it is fantastic to watch. I don't think we can include the YouTube video in our Spotify playlist, but we'll, no. we'll try. Yes. Um, or and just the nineteen seventy five in general. I've been listening to both, like both the uh, the nineteen seventy five album, which is their self titled, and I like it when you sleep for you are so beautiful yet so unaware of it. As a long album name, but that it's is a very long. Album. It's a very good album. In fact, that is that is definitely my album of twenty sixteen, one hundred percent, because it came out in twenty sixteen. Um, like that was my top album of twenty sixteen, and I've just been listening to it loads recently. Um, and it's one of my favourite albums, Full Stop, I think. Like, it is fantastic. <laughs> and they've got a new album coming out next year, uh, Music for Cars. So that'll be good. They keep talking about it, and I'm like, when's it coming out? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the 1975, 
through and through. Also, I discovered I really liked Tame Impala today. I like some Tame Impala. I'd never really listened to them before, and I heard a song today. I've only heard the one song so far. <coughs> what song I, was it? I can't even remember. Um, See, Tame Impala, it was the sort of song that, like, at uni... And I, I'm not trying to disparage stoners, but they'd come up to me. <laughs> the stoners would come up to me and be like, Hey, man, listen to some Tame Impala. <laughs> I'd be like, yes. <laughs> and they were like, cool, dude, cool. I'll catch you on the flip side. It's like, what, what communication was that there? I mean, I genuinely use the phrase, catch you on the flip side. You do. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so t- I, I don't know what song it was, but I quite like, I forget, I've realised I like them today, and that's today, in fact, because uh, I heard a song this morning. Um, what else have I been listening to? Dua Lipa, you know. New rules. <laughs> not, no, not just One. new rules. I've been listening to a lot of... Don't pick up the phone. <laughs> Two. Um, yeah, no, I've been listening, she's, she's got a live acoustic EP out. With a song that I can only describe as a Christmas song. Now, a few weeks ago, I tweeted her. I was like, Dua Li- at Dua Lipa, can we have a Christmas song, please? <laughs> and this comes out, and I'm like, this is a fucking Christmas song. It's not about Christmas, and it doesn't mention Christmas. But it has some fucking jingle bells at the start. And I'm like, this is this will do it. And it's come out in December, so um, this, this is a Christmas good enough. song. Yeah, it's only like a minute and a half long, though. But it's good. It's good. Short and sweet. Yeah, that's it. Um, what else have I been listening to? I feel like I've been listening to well, a lot of Kasabian as well, again. Um, because who? Because slaves were supporting. They were, they? and they were good, but the crowd was weird. It was like the because mo- I was in the I, we went right down the front and got in the mosh pit. We turned up late, about halfway through Slave set, which mm. was quite annoying because we missed sockets and I really love sockets Um, but we got in like the mosh pit for it and it was really weird it was a lot of like indie kids that you can tell you could tell don't really mosh very often Mm. and and it was just it was a weird it was like a weird environment and it just it felt off and which sucked because I love a good mosh pit but I don't know I mean it was still really good like slaves were really good um they're very just, they're just very raw. Yeah, very raw, very angry. Yeah, and it and it it really comes through in their live show, and it was good. But Kasabian were hands down the best live band in the world. Full really? stop. I have seen at least a hundred live bands before, and Kasabian. Yeah, that is big praise. Blew it out of the park. Like I was just amazed. Like, if you ever get a chance to see Kasabian, I don't care whether you're a Kasabian fan or not, I don't care if you hate Kasabian, you need to go and see Kasabian because they are phenomenal. Like, I, I walked out of there with my friend Dom, and I was like, Kasabian are the best live band in the world. Like, full stop. They're just... They have so much charisma as well. <laughs> like, I just... I can't even describe it, but they, they were phenomenal. Um... So yeah, Kasabian. This is some Kasabian as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and oh, this is I the special mention because as it's our Christmas uh, Christmas episode, Sia released a full Christmas album recently. She did of entirely original Christmas songs, mm-hmm. and it's fucking fantastic. It's so good. <laughs> See, the only thing that I know about 
see his Christmas album is that it's advertised on the tube. I'm yeah, I can see a tiny bit. There's a song on it called Candy Cane Lane, and it's so it's just so fun and like Christ, Christmassy. It's so fun. See, I I feel well, I feel like I associate Sia with some political messages that are like too serious and take themselves too seriously. You think? Yeah. Like like like, like the whole thing of like she wouldn't she wouldn't use her own face in yeah I mean she still doesn't in videos and stuff yeah. it's like I get what you're saying but just chill out a bit girl <laughs> I really like her like anonymity thing I think it's I, I really really like it I think that's a really cool thing I think possibly my view is coloured by the fact that I haven't listened to any of her music <laughs> okay so I that's, mean, that's the only is, thing that I know she is a great pop artist I guess is the best way to describe it. The the only song I've listened to is the one where she's dancing with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. I mean, that's not her. That's like the she. There's like a little girl that she has in like all of her music videos. Is essentially like Sia's public face. Right. There was a whole article about that recently. Actually, like the Guardian did an article like if Sia thinks that fame is um, so damaging and horrible, why does she pass it off on to a, <laughs> a child? literal child? Yeah. And, uh, like, Sia, like, uh, reacted to it and said, you know, like, she talks to her all the time about it and makes sure that she's fully comfortable and if she ever wants to stop and ever wants to not be a part of it anymore, then mm. 100%, like, she's out. I'm not sure I agree with that position, though, because it it's the, once you get the toothpaste out the, <laughs> out the packet or what is yeah it? i know i get, I get what like, you're saying you can't put it back in it's like, <laughs> oh yeah so by the way you're like famous across like all of the continents oh yeah i want to cancel that now i However, want my childhood back oh wait no you can't do that but she is only in home like in her music videos like i would not like i i would i quite like see her but if i walk past this kid in the street i would not recognize her She's always dressed up weird and like... Yeah, that's true. She, I don't know, I don't think it's... She's always playing a character rather than being herself. Yeah, I don't think this... Ki- and, you know, you, you say that, but you could argue about any child actor. Yeah, I mean, like, child actors, is it's, it's problematic because... Well, problematic. <laughs> um, is that... <laughs> because quite often, like, you're like, well, at what point are you allowed to consent to your your childhood being taken away? Like and how much money is that worth, and how much fame is that worth? Yeah, yeah. I, and I mean, like you look at like Frankie Muniz, and he had a fantastic childhood, yeah. and and was brilliantly grounded by Brian Cranston. What man? Uh, and he was like a fantastic, um, you know, father figure. Not mm. not that he became their father, but he no, was he was a good father figure. Um, so I think that there are some child actors that definitely profited from their position. Yeah. And you would argue, oh yeah, I'd swap places with them. Yeah. But then there are some... That really did not. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really want to get into that because that can be quite a dark issue. Yeah. Um, and uh, this beer smells really happy. <laughs> <laughs> this beer is so happy. Um, but like, like uh, yeah, like I don't want to get into it, but like Corey Feldman, for example, had a terrible experience yeah. as a child actor and it's... Uh, it is, uh, I guess it is. It depends on your experience, maybe. But like Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, seems like she's mostly having a good time of it. But 
Stranger Things, like, the fans can get a bit weird sometimes. Yeah. She posted a video the other day because she had to take down a photo of her and uh, Finn Wolfhart, from, who plays Mike in Stranger Things. Yeah. Because they, she posted a picture of them together on Instagram and loads of people were, like, getting the wrong idea. Because obviously they're, like... Children. Yeah, but they've, they've also got, like, a thing going on in the show or whatever. Yeah. Um, and people, like, want that so badly to be true in real life, but it's, yeah. like, they're, they're kids. Like, it's, uh... It, yeah, it, so she, she, she did a video about how she had to set it down. But she was really sweet about it. Like, she was like, I just didn't want you guys getting the wrong idea, but it's, like, stop... Stop sexualizing these kids. It's yeah. weird. Um, and she shouldn't have to be the mature one in that situation. Yeah, she, she shouldn't have to even take it down she shouldn't have to worry about putting it up in the first place because mm. it was a totally innocent photo of just them at a premiere together and she shouldn't have to post like a whole video explaining why she took it down it's, yeah yeah it's um <sighs> but like i said we're not gonna get into it <laughs> <laughs> i was very i was very willing to drop that and then you were like i'm not gonna say anything, i just but... needed to make the point i just i don't know <laughs> um so moving on moving on um our top things of the year. <laughs> things is the best word. Um, so what was your top song of the year, do you reckon? Not most listened to, as Spotify will tell you, but you, your favourite new song of the year. Favourite new song of the year? Yeah, So that came out this year. Yeah, so I am I'm g- might have to defer to you for that one. Okay. Because quite often I'll listen to a song and be like, this is amazing. When did it come out? Oh, 2001. Oh, yeah, that's, that's fair, yeah. Um, I think, for me, it it probably is is probably going to have to be New Rules by Dua Lipa. Is it actually? To be honest. I, off the top of my head, um, that is the only one that, that is, that is the, the one that comes to mind. Um, so, I'm yeah, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with New Rules by Dua Lipa. Because it is a great song. Um, and I've been listening to it a lot. And it made me realise how much I really like Dua Lipa. So I think... When did when did Slaves' album come out? Mm, not this year. Not this year. Not this year. Although, what? wait, their second album or their first album? Their, fir- their second album. Mm, oh, it was late last year. Yeah, it wasn't this was year. It? Yeah. Yeah, Take Control. Yeah, Take yeah. Control. So... I'm. I'm not gonna. It's for me. It's gonna be something that I heard this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So my. I think my top song has got to be, got to be, "Dreaming of You" by the Coral. Okay, yeah, that's a good song. I. I love song. that song. It's um. It's in the montage of when Elliot, and, um, oh, who's the characters from Scrubs? What JD? J. Elliot yeah. and JD first sleep together. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. That's the song that's playing. I, I still need you, but I don't want you. Mm. Um, so, yeah, Dreaming of You is a fantastic song by a fantastic band. Love the choral. Good shout. Okay, well, as I said, my, um, God, as I did my song first, top film of the year. Top film Because this is a big one for me, so I really need to think about it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've said before on the podcast that I don't really watch films. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Which so, should make it easier for you. So it, it, it should make it easier for me, but 
I I don't really watch films, and then I act like a film connoisseur, and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think the editing in that specific <laughs> shot was rubbish, so it's a six out of ten from me. Right. Also, just while you're doing that, I'm going to crack open this other beer. So he's going to go right. for the toasted lager. Toasted lager. Let's do it. Right. Carry on. Hang on. There we go. So, yeah, the um, the <laughs> Brian has taken my glass into his hands. <laughs> we don't pour it on his bed. I'm not going through that again. Um, thank you. That's a very bad pour. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I, I did watch um, the old Star Wars film, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. So and that was very good. I I did enjoy it for a Star Wars film. Uh, so that could be up there. Yeah, I'm really not a big film watcher. Okay. So I, I think it's going to have to be the old Star Wars film. I'm really sorry that's a really shit recommendation. That's a terrible Because if you like films at all, or if you like Star Wars at all, you've already watched it. Cause you're not <laughs> I was going to say, we've seen The Last Jedi already. That's, okay, that's something I want to talk about. The Last Jedi, I loved it. There were, I thought there was... Uh, you know, I'm, That's all I'm going to say, actually. I'm not going to say any of my other opinions in case people haven't watched it. Yeah. It, I, because I haven't. I go to the midnight release for Star Wars every year because I can't handle the thought of it being spoiled yeah also i can't wait any longer because of all the excitement but the idea of it being spoiled for me is literally the worst thing i can imagine i mean okay maybe not the worst if, if, <laughs> if, if you take that literally it's not gonna be the worst thing i can imagine but i uh, it would ruin me yeah um but i really loved the last jedi really really loved it um so just to interrupt that We've got our toasty lager. Yeah. Do you want to go in for the first sip? It smells, um... It smells like, um... Did you ever go to one of those, like, children's indoor play areas when you were a kid? <laughs> this is what it's reminding me of. Like, this, it's like plastic and rubber. <laughs> it's what it smells like to me. That's our alternative twat's recommendation. <laughs> Just, you know, I just want to dive into a ball pit and go through one of those... Yeah, like, it brings things. you back to your childhood. It does, that's it. So, Mmm. Mmm. That's very toffee. Mmm. That's, that's yeah. quite sweet. Oh, let's read the label. Um, It doesn't have a very intricate label. That's really it doesn't have a blurb. Imported and sold for distribution in the UK by AB InBev UK Limited. Luton. Luton. Mm. Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Fuck <Luton. laughs> um, Just referring back there to when Ben's favourite football team, Cambridge United. My only football team. <laughs> got beat 7-0 by Luton. <laughs> Which is our worst league defeat ever. Ever. <laughs> ever. So, uh, good job, Derry, mate. Good job. <laughs> Uh, keep keep staying in your job and uh, don't change the tactics at all. Sorry, that, that's not interesting for anyone who <laughs> else. Sheffield Wednesday, um, their manager got sacked today. Oh, so we on, could... on Christmas Eve. <laughs> um, and so did Middlesbrough's as well. Monk. Well, there's a lot of it about. Fingers crossed, eh? <laughs> um, so my top film of the year, <coughs> I was I ne- I was like struggling and then it actually occurred to me that it it's La La Land so I've watched the first about 20 minutes of La La Land and I can say that it feels like a big musical production it feels like going it, to the theatre yeah it's phenomenal 
Uh, so it, it technically came out in America in, in like October last year, but it came out here January. So that's the thing. I didn't even consider it at first because I was like, January is so long ago. Um, but La La Land is phenomenal and it, it really hits me. Like I, I've watched it several times since I first saw it in the cinema. When I first saw it in the cinema, I I cried and I was like, it really, really affected me. And then every time I watched it since I loved it still, but it didn't have the same effect on me. Mm. And then two nights ago, I decided to watch it again and I was sat in bed watching it like, (laughs) (laughs) um, and yeah, I just, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone are fantastic together and Damien Chazelle is a phenomenal director and he was the youngest ever person to win the Best Director Award at the Oscars. Was he? He was. Um, for La La Land. And he's got a new film coming out in 2018 called The First Man which is a biopic of Neil Armstrong with Ryan Gosling playing Neil Armstrong. What's the face? Is it because I said biopic? No, it's because you said the first man and I thought it, you were going to say, it's a training montage on how to do good free kicks. You've got to get past the first man. <laughs> got to get past the first man. Come on, you're a professional footballer. <laughs> oh, God. That's becoming very niche. I apologize yeah. <laughs> to anyone who doesn't like football like a weirdo that I do. That was really good, though. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> um, but yeah, so La La Land. Um, also, films that I watched this year, Patterson, which I spoke about a couple of years ago. Uh, years ago? A couple of years ago. <laughs> spoke about, like, two episodes ago, or last episode, whatever. Um, that's fantastic. And I think that came out this year. Um, the Last Jedi is uh, probably up there as well. Probably. Um, I also, I saw The Disaster Artist a couple of nights ago. Which was great. Like, yeah, I've heard a lot of good things about it. If you've ever seen The Room, then you need to go see it. Right. I haven't even seen The Room in full. I've all I've always seen. That, that's that's a very strange thing that I've seen a film that you haven't. You've seen The Room in I've full. I've seen The Room. Ah. If okay, well then you certainly need yeah, to. Yeah, I need see to see this. Because I've always seen like the highlights of The Room. I've always seen like the important bits. Yeah. You know. And uh, have done for like a few years. So when I heard this was coming out, I was really excited. And I've been wanting to watch The Room for so long. Um, I've just never really had the opportunity. But you don't need to have seen it in full to enjoy it. You don't need to have seen The Room. Um, I went with a friend and she'd never even heard of The Room before. And she loved The Disaster Artist. James Franco is fantastic as Tommy Wiseau. James Franco as an actor is just fantastic. He is. I love him so much. But he's like spot on. For Tommy Wiseau. Like, so, so spot on. It's so weird. Uh, Dave Franco also is great. Having James Franco and Dave Franco as the two main stars in the film was quite special, I think. Mm. Like, they're brothers. And they were just great together. And they had a great, like, chemistry on screen. Um, And there was a lot of celebrity cameos that... We were sat. We were just sat there watching it, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> because every now and then, someone will pop up. I'm only all right. So I'll say one, just to yeah. give you an ex- just to give you an idea, a because taste. because I don't want to start spewing them all a off. Tete tete. Yeah. So we're sitting there, and they're about to shoot this scene where like someone's about to get like mugged in an alley or something, and fucking Zac Efron is the guy, <laughs> and he's just like this gangster guy with like a like a, a tank top on and a beanie. And a gun. He's like, "Where's my fucking money?" And I was like, "Zac Efron, what the fuck?" <laughs> but there's so many, so many cameos in it. Turns out they were all in that together. Yeah. 
once they know <laughs> that we are oh, they're all stars because they are all stars because they're doing celebrity cameos yeah um, I think that was funny that you it, gave it credit it was I laughed so <laughs> I, I gave it fair credit I think Ben um, but no there's the yeah the disaster artist is great go see it um, it's really really well done and uh, there's a little stick stick to the end of the credits is what I'm saying cheeky little Easter egg yeah very but it's good um, so yeah La La Land is my film of the year I think well, what's your TV programme of the year Ooh, sorry so to spring difficult. that on you um, that is very hard what's yours I, I think it has to be easy has to be uh, easy. Yeah. I'm because probably, it's yeah. such a nuanced story all the way through. Yeah. It's um, like it's either easy or but see I wanna say Master of None. Yeah, it's gonna but I, I watched the first series of Master of None when it came out last year. But I only discovered easy this year. I only started watching it this year. Um and obviously there's two seasons of it out now. And I mean mm. I watched the second series this year and Master of None and Easy are both on the set. No, actually, I think Master of None is just a little bit better you than Easy. You think so? I think, I think that so. Easy is better than Master of None. That's interesting. And, and I think that Easy is a series that has, more than any other series, challenged my opinions and challenged my perception of who That's I am. That's very fair. The se- Season 2 of Easy is fantastic. It is so good. So good. Even better than the first series, I'd say. Yeah. Um, and there's some really, really like different and interesting stories in season two of Easy mm. as well. And wherever you think that story's going to go, it doesn't. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, Which, like, j- not to make this the let's complain about Transformers podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but like in Transformers, in Thor, all of those sorts of films, mm. where it's like, well, I know what's going to happen. I can tell you before I've even paid the money for the ticket. It's like, the hero's going to get in trouble, then he gets out of trouble, and then the credits roll, mm. and then it's fine. <laughs> yeah. So I, mean, I, I know that that might be an unreasonable um, criticism, but what I'm saying is Easy does not do that. Easy yeah. is a roller coaster ride. You never know where it's going to go. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think, yeah, I think personally, for me, my TV highlight of the year is going to be season two of Master of None, because... It blew me away, and it affected me so much, like emotionally. And there was episodes where I was like, "This is incredible storytelling," mm. and there was episodes where I was like, "This is just like broken my heart." And there was this one scene in the season two of Master of None, and it's at the end of the episode, and it's just him in the back of a cab for like three minutes of the same. This just shot just stays on him in the back of this cab for two minutes or mm. two or three minutes. While um, I think it's Say Hello, Wave Goodbye by um, Soft Cell plays, which is a great song as well. That's one of my favourite songs I discovered this year. And I only discovered it because of Master of None. But that's playing. And it's just Aziz Ansari, or Dev in the show, yeah. he, he, he goes, like, his facial expressions just go on this journey in the back of a cab. Yeah. While he's, like, just being kind of like, what is going on right now? while this song plays and it's just so I was sat there watching it and I was just like what the fuck this is so good and it's just him in the back of a cab he communicates so much so much through just silence yeah and facial expressions yeah and so I yeah it's gonna have to be Master of None season 2 for me it was it was fantastic completely also honourable mentions Stranger Things series 2 yeah Stranger Things was was great um 
what else? What else have I watched this year? Um, Game of Thrones was good, but I, fe- I felt like it um, it has started to to bounce a couple of checks. Okay. So it started to say, you will not believe how amazing this is. <laughs> you will not believe how powerful and amazing and incredible this is. Anyway, here it is. <laughs> and, then, and then you actually find out, it's like, oh, that's cool, but it's not not the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay, that's an interesting take. That's the first I've heard of any kind of take like that. Most people I hear, uh, speak to just say it's amazing. I'm very behind. I'm on like season two of Game of Thrones. Really? So yeah. So, so I can't. I can't really. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Talk about that. But um, yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. That is sure a great. take. <laughs> yeah. Um, but everyone else I know has said that it's been fantastic. Mm. I, I was talking to someone about The Walking Dead the other day. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Well, a lot of the times it got spoiled for me on Twitter. And so I stopped watching when I think... I think it was good when I stopped watching, which was like series four or five. Maybe. I stopped watching in series two. I was like, I don't like this show. <laughs> I watched the first series and I was like, that's all right. Hopefully it gets better. I went into series two and I was like, this isn't really getting better. And then I was just like, you know what? No. Mm. <laughs> and I stopped watching it. So, so, so yeah, I, I stopped watching it and I'm happier for it, actually. Because mm. it, it's a very sort of... It comes up with its own problems of like, so, I've decided the way that we're going to get out of this zombie apocalypse is we're going to p- plant cabbages in the yard. <laughs> it turns out there were zombies in the yard. <laughs> what are we going to do? <laughs> Oh wait, we're gonna wait till the end of the episode. Then there's gonna be like three minutes of action where we hit him with a spade, and then it'll be. I'll like, oh, be fine. <laughs> that's a that's a criticism that I've heard from people that really like the show. Is it's too formulaic? It is very formulaic. Yeah, um, and I think that that is a bit of a symptom symptom of studio execs realizing how much money there is mm. in The Walking Dead and how how easy it is to milk but also once you start to milk it how the storytelling just suffers yeah and so like a story that could be told in one episode is told over three or four five like yeah Um, because quite often it goes into unnecessary detail of like so we went into the kitchen and there was a knife and there was a spoon and there was a fork. It's like, <laughs> literally, you went into a kitchen. That's, that's good enough. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else I've watched this year. I've watched a lot of TV. Oh, I didn't... So, it was this year that I started watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Mm. Um, so, I, I've got to give that a shout out because what a show. What a show. Um, one right. of the funniest comedies ever, I think, in my opinion. It is. It is fantastic. And I think that... Uh, one of the things that I've really, really appreciated this year is watching um, Auntie Donna live. That was one of the best things. That's the thing that you. T- uh, that's the. Um, that's the uh, the Aussies. What's uh, yeah? What was that um, skit? Um, have, were... Haven't we done well? That's it. Haven't we? <laughs> haven't we done well? Yeah, that's really, really cracked me up. <laughs> <laughs> And so, shout out to Addis and Cameron, because we loved that show. They, they had never seen any Auntie Donna, mm-hmm. and then, I, then they said, mate, uh, we're in Edinburgh, we've got tickets to go see Auntie Donna, and I was like, 
you've got tickets <laughs> to go see Auntie Donna. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we don't know who they are. I was like, sit, sit your asses down, <laughs> my boys, and I will show you who Auntie Donna is. And I put on all of their sketches, nice. and we cried. Mm. We cried from the morning to the <laughs> evening, and then we went to the show and we cried again. It was so funny. I am. Um, I discovered like you. You mentioned Edinburgh. Yeah. Um, and. I discovered Limmy's show this year. Limmy's show is which fantastic. I first decided to watch Limmy's show on a train, mm. which was not a smart I hope move. you weren't in a quiet carriage. I was not, thankfully. But I was sat there, and I was like... Because <laughs> I, I, I was sat at a table, but it was a full table, and mm. I was on my own. I had headphones in watching Limmy's show. And I sat there, and I was like, really trying to stifle my laugh. <laughs> and I was like, there was like tears streaming down my face. And this woman sat next to me, which just kept like giving me this weird look, like, are you alright? And I was just like... Because <laughs> it's so funny. Limmy is a funny guy. He's so funny. And um, his Twitter account is fantastic as it well. It is very, very good. Very good. Whenever, whenever he tweets, um, like, he... <laughs> Uh, as his dad, I think it he, is. No, he yeah, he makes no, he made yeah, he made these like fake WhatsApps of him texting his dad. Yeah, and like like, like dad, <laughs> so... dad, I'm really really drunk. Can you come pick me up? Where are you? Yeah, and I... he's like, oh, I'm already at home. And no, yeah, his dad's like, no, I'm really ill. I can't come pick you up. Yeah, and then he's like, no, please, I really can't get please. home. Please, I'm at, I'm at McDonald's or whatever. <laughs> please, oh, I I I just don't know what's going on. I, I think I might be dying. Please come pick me up. <laughs> and then his dad's like, cool, I'm outside. He's and like, then I'm he's like, at home. I'm already at home. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> but the beauty, because the beautiful thing about them. It's just he posts them as if they're real. Yeah. And then the reaction. Yeah, people, that people get so give, sucked it's in. Don't so they? beautiful. Like I saw a tweet that had like, like a hundred thousand likes and retweets, complaining about one of those tweets. Like this is disgusting. Like how could you ever treat your dad like that? <laughs> and I opened it and it's Limmy, and I'm like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> but people in the people in the replies always uh, reply with this little like comment uh, with this. Uh, image of Limmy and he's like you played right into his hands (laughs) (laughs) one of my favourite sketches is uh, she's turned the weens against us (laughs) she's turned the weens against us (laughs) so it's it's this man walking along I think it's Edinburgh um, or maybe Glasgow in a tracksuit just complaining (laughs) that (laughs) his wife has turned his children against him (laughs) Yeah, Limmy's show. It's on Netflix if you're in the UK. Um, but yeah, give that a it's watch. Fantastic. That's really funny. Um, what else have I been watching this year? A lot. As it I've is, already it, said. That's the thing. Is there's a cornucopia of media out there. Yeah, and especially with when you got something like Netflix. Yeah. For a whole year, I watched twelve seasons of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia in like. Two months. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a lot since then. You have. That was at the start of the year as well. I was trying to watch, trying to uh, do my do my dissertation, <laughs> and uh, no, I just uh, watched. Have, have you watched then. any Sense Eight? Oh yeah, I watched the. F- I've seen most of the first series. How did you find it? I I liked it. I really like it, and I just need to catch up with it. Essentially, is where I'm at. I I found that it was. I don't know. I got annoyed with it. Okay. What do you What do you find annoying with so, it? So. It was like, so, um, 
yeah, there are these psychics and this really interesting world. It's like, oh, cool. It's like, so I bet you wonder about their relationship with their significant others. It's like, no, 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 no. Tell me about the interesting world. <laughs> I bet you wonder about the times that they were at school and then they were bullied. No, 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 no. <laughs> Tell me about the interesting world first. And it keeps delaying. It's like, but, but that's you, fair. But you will know. But you will know. It's like actually. Tell me about it. I'm also going to disagree with you on this, though. Okay. Because I think one of the, like, part of the thing that makes the show so interesting is the relationships. Like, the show is so sex positive, LGBTQ positive, and that's, like, a lot of the point of the show, I think. You know, the Wachowskis who made it, who also, they're, they're, they're twins, mm. uh, and they made The Matrix, for example, as well. They are both trans women now. Are they? Yeah, I um, did not know that at all. Yeah, so they were they they were men mm. when like when they made the Matrix, for example, but now both of them are, are trans women, and I think I mean that's like kind of a theme in the show. One of the characters is is trans, and mm. um, you'd like post up, and uh, you know there's there's gay relationships in the show, and I think that, that a lot of the point of the show is those relationships. I and I along, but the, but this this thing that connects them all is is the the center point. But that's like that's like saying that, that like anything in any show. That's like Breaking Bad, for mm. example, right? That's like saying I don't give a shit about his marriage. Show me the meth. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like it's I think it's it's still Which an important part a, of the show. Which is how South African. <laughs> <laughs> that for the maths equations. Yeah. <laughs> I was South African physicist answers every question. (laughs) 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 Thank you for that terrible accent. Let's crack open another beer quick. Let's do it. Should we go for the old? What was his name? Elvis. The Elvis juice. juice. This is a good one. This I had this from like on draft. Really? In uh, the Brewdog bar. It'd be interesting to see. (laughs) Thank you for taking the glass. Yeah, I'm not letting you do that again. I'm terrible at pouring yours. You are. You also poured a little bit on your leg. <laughs> oh, shit, and there's some on my bed. This is my nightmare. Um, what were you going to say? Uh, so, yeah, I, I was saying, like, I I, I, I have no problem with the, like, LG. No, of course, of course not. I'm not saying and, and, I, and I'm not saying that you're saying that I'm saying that. But the, the relationships is not the interesting part of that. Like, the, the relationships is interesting once you've set up the world and I feel like they keep teasing you with the idea of like oh yeah we've got this really really rich world whereas actually you need to tell me about the rich world so so yeah. so with so with the Breaking Bad example I want you to tell me about the meth world and I want to get invested in that and then I want you to be like but what you don't realise is that yeah it's really cool that they're making blue meth out of like some weird <laughs> phosphorated spirit or yeah. whatever but actually, that's the way. This is the way that it affects him. This is the way it affects his wife. This is the way that it affects his son and his relationship with his business partner and all that sort of thing. And I think that they're trying to. The sense that I got with Sensei is that they're trying to cash in on that relationship stuff before they've given me the the goods, which okay. is the world building. That's a very interesting take, because I remember someone telling me that they were watching it with someone, and there's a gay sex scene in it. And they're like, why do they have to show that? Like, it just wasn't necessary. And they and they were like, but you 
you wouldn't be saying that if it was a straight sex scene. Yeah. It's it's not unnecessary. It's just that you're not used to seeing it, so it seems like It more seems than, jarring. Yeah. But um that's one of the things I really like about it is how like all the different like dynamics in it. I do like the different dynamics, but I would like to know more. I, I w- I'd like. I do get. I'd that. like it like, to be a more unique universe before you start to set up these relationships. Yeah. So, like I said, I haven't even finished the first series. I'm like two episodes from the end or something of the first series. Mm. Um, but I really one of the things I really liked about it is those relationship dynamics. But it does take a while to establish the mental connection thing that they got going. Mm. Because even at this point, they're not all like you'd think they'd all be able to be fully connected at this point. Yeah. And it's like, I think there was, there was like an orgy scene <laughs> with all of them. Right. Like where they're all like all eight of them. Yeah. Uh, have, yeah. Have like an orgy like mentally or whatever. Right. It was, it was kind of cool actually. That's quite mental. But, um, yeah. So, but it's got, it's been canceled now. So, which sucks. It, it, but I thought that someone offered to take it up. X hamster. The porn ah, website, right? They wrote a letter to the Wachowskis saying that they would be the perfect website to continue it. And actually, it's not a bad idea because basically what X Hamster was saying were they don't they they're a porn website. Yeah. They don't put out original content that isn't porn. Mm. And for them, having a show like Sense Eight would be huge. And they were making the point, they were trying to make the point that they are this hugely sex positive community because they have porn of all kinds. Yeah. And like they don't discriminate about against any kind of sexuality or any kind of fetish or kink or whatever. Mm. And that actually maybe a website like that would be perfect for a show like Sensei. Um, and they would have their entire budget. Like, they wouldn't have to fight for another show's budget like they would at Netflix. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't it, have to fight for like, a show like Stranger Things. This is our or... only show. Yeah, and they'd, they'd be like, you you would have the money that you needed. You mm. wouldn't... Because I, I remember reading the uh, letter that they put out. Very interesting idea. It's not going to happen. Okay. Because, realistically, a show that's trying to be taken seriously doesn't want to be hosted by a porn website, I imagine. But... Yeah, that is a shame. I I think it, if it, if they did it, I think it would be a good idea. Personally, I don't think it's a bad idea at all. But I don't think it's going to happen. But I think it's a really interesting concept for a website like X Hamster to... Branch out. And want to do that and offer their mm. services in such a like sex-positive way. So, I'm taking this beer on the nose, and this is the Elvis juice. What 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 are you getting on the nose? I'm smell. I'm getting grapefruit on the nose. Genuinely, is that grapefruit? Because I'm getting some some sort of like gingerbread men. I'm trying to. Get, I can't get gingerbread men out of that at all. No, but I'm, I'm really. I'm, I'm trying going for a sip. Yeah. I think you can really taste the grapefruit in that. You can taste the grapefruit. Yeah, yeah. it's really good. It's really nice. I don't really like grapefruit, yeah. but I, I do like it as a beer. That's the thing. I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't eat. I know people that eat grapefruit for gra- for breakfast. Yep. I would never do that. It's a very abrasive thing to do. Yeah. Like, I'd rather eat a curry for breakfast. I think. I, I, I well in support of a curry for breakfast. <laughs> Have a curry, one chapati, one paratha. Beautiful for breakfast. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, do you know what I had the other day a king prawn korma. 
I love a king prawn korma. I, I see. What what's a korma about? Korma is like coconut almond, like. Because that that is very unrepresentative of what a korma is. But both of those things are strong contenders in a korma. Strong strong parts of a korma, I think. I think almond is anyway. Yeah, sure it is. Because the only the only thing I really know about kormas is that they're not that spicy. It's very mild. It's not spicy at all, mm. whatsoever. But it's very full of flavour. It's, uh, it's a very mild curry, but it's really good. <laughs> it's really good. Um, yeah, King Prawn Korma, if you ever get a chance. Mm. It is great. Great. Thank you, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that thing about how all of the furries... Um, oh, no. started contacting <laughs> Tony the Tiger on Twitter and he, ha- he had to ask them to stop <laughs> because there was just so many all of the times he- his replies so if you don't know furries are people who like to dress up as sort of animals animals yeah, yeah. and they get off on it and, and then they, they go and they, they have their relations <laughs> with each other Yes. So, uh, so, so they. You can imagine that Tony the Tiger is some sort of animal-human <laughs> hybrid that was very alluring to them, and so Tony the Tiger had to say, "Look, it's it's you guys that follow me, and it's kids. So please, <laughs> just stop, stop trying to post your smut about me." I mean, like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, um, not shaming fairies at all, you know. That's, you know, you, people like what they like and people should be able to like what they like. But, but, but leave Tony the Tiger out yeah. of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've done, what have we done? We've done song, film, TV, TV show of the year, album of the year. You're going to have to come back to me, I'll probably. Ah, okay. Um, I, I don't know what mine is. That's a, that's a toughie. Um, album of the year. Oh, it, maybe it's uh, For Crying Out Loud by Kasabian. Actually, that is a, That's a good show. fantastic album through and through, and it has. If you get the deluxe edition as well, it has, it has uh, a live album attached to it, which is the live album from their King Power Stadium show after Leicester City won the Premier League, Ooh. and it is a it's a great live show, and it opens with this like clip of uh, Renieri going. Uh, I always say to the players when you walk out onto the field and they listen to the Cas- Casabian song. And it, it's just the way he's just like... Casabian? Casabian song. <laughs> and it is so, like... And you can just... And he's talking about, like... He's just talking about Leicester City players and they and then they come out and play underdog straight away. Oh. And it's just, like, the most phenomenal show opening. And I, I can just imagine, like, if you were a Leicester City supporter being... At that concert... My eyeballs it, would bleed. It would just be the most phenomenal thing. Yeah. Like, so, yeah. For Crying Out Loud, Deluxe Edition by Kasabian is a fantastic, fantastic album. So, I've just seen what's so on Ben's my, phone. My, my recommendation is actually a recommendation from Brian to me. That is true. Which is From Kaplan to Belsize, or Belsize. I think it's Belize. Belize. Bel- Belsize? Oh, shit. I don't know how to say that. That's a place, but I don't know how to say it. I, I don't think that's how you spell Belize. No, it's, I, no, it's not. But, but I would be corrected. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. So, which is the Muncie Girls? Mm-hmm. Muncie Girls. Mm. Which, they're just so political. They're so sort of out there, but yeah. also 
the music is just so tuneful. It's so good. I saw them. Did you? Yeah. So that's how I got into them. I went to see a band called The Wonder Years, who are one of my favourite bands in the whole world. And they played a show in Kingston. And they had and Muncie Girls were the main support act for them. And they were just so great. And I yeah, I was just blown away with them and I and I listened to them afterwards. And I they were at Reading this year as well and I meant to go and see them. Oh, and you didn't. But they clashed with architects. Right. So I went to see Architects instead because I'd already seen Muncie Girls recently at that point because I saw Muncie Girls support the Wonder Years in July and Reading was in August. So I went to see Architects instead because I hadn't seen them in a few years. But Muncie Girls are great. They're really, really like, good. Like um, uh, Gone With The Wind is a great song. Yep. And Respect, I think, is another Respect one. Respect is a good one. It's Le- a song about rape culture, which is very, very good. L- Learning School. It's very, very good. Um, yeah, oh, yeah, Learning School is great, yeah. Like, Committee, which is a song about political apathy and how important it is to vote and to turn up to certain things. It's, yeah, it's, oh, it's just so good. And I don't want to talk about it, about how, like, it's not often that useful to engage people on the far right. It's mm. like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, it's just the sort of thing that really... Yeah. It gets me, you know. It's a, it's a very, they're a very good band. It's, it's a PD that is a grad. Band. That is, there's a lot of things in there. <laughs> right. If only she could talk about macroeconomics, and that would be me gone. <laughs> um, let me have a look. I'm sure there's more albums that I want to recommend from this year, from 2017. There must be. Yeah, 2017 is. I see. Well, I know that people always say this, but it seemed like the shortest year I've lived in. Yeah, I think every year seems to be getting short. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, John Mayer's The Search for Everything is fantastic and was a great album that came out this year. Into Shikari's, um, oh, what's it called in full? The Spark. That's it. Into Shikari's The Spark. Liam Gallagher's As You Were is also a great album. Yeah, it is a good album. Harry Styles. By Harry Styles is <laughs> a fantastic album. Going Grey by The Front Bottoms. Which is a fantastic name. Which is, yeah, it really is, is a great band name. Um, what else? When did the. Um, just. Uh, right. Pale Waves are a band that I have fallen love in love with this year. Mm-hmm. They have four songs out currently, just four. And I've already bought tickets to go and see them next year, and I'm just just consistently blown away by how good a band they are. If you like the 1975, you're going to love Pale Waves. They have a music video for each one of their songs. Um, they've got an EP coming out at some point soon, but they, they're very vague, and they won't say when it is. <laughs> um, so Pale Waves are a fantastic band that I've been loving this year. Like They're, they're fantastic. Also, another album from this year. Sorry, I'm just I'm yeah, reading okay. them off that's now. Okay. Paramore, um, their album, uh, what's it called? After Laughter, that is fantastic. Also, Yesterday's Gone by Loyal Karna, that, it's amazing. There's been so much good music this year, so much, like... So, one of the songs that I, one of the albums that I've absolutely loved has been the Hoo Ha's EP, Mm -hmm. so... There's a song called Tonight I Put Her to Sleep, 
which is about the anxiety that a man goes through about his performance every single night. And it's like, wow. tonight I put her to sleep, but I'm not sure I do every every night of the week. Oh my God, that's so, really, okay. Sometimes it comes so easily, sometimes it doesn't come at all. <laughs> which that's is smart. a that's very, good. very good song. Yeah. And the, the other one that I really love by um, them is Tipex Jeans. So, I like it. Uh, so her her son frames her shape for me. I watch her reflection. Um, don't want to look too obviously. Um, that I'm dissecting her, trying to see what's there, trying to picture her completely bare. Okay. Yeah. And so um, it, it's about seeing a fit girl on the bus. Yeah. <laughs> But I think that we, we can all relate to that. Whatever our genders yeah. or sexual orientation, seeing someone attractive on public transport is exciting. And frustrating. Because you know that you're never you yeah, know you're yeah. not gonna to speak to them and you know you'll never see them again. Yeah. And if yeah. you did, you'd be a widow. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. Also, okay, so not an album that came out this year, but an album that has been a huge album for me this year, and I think you might agree, because you're coming to see them with me, is I'm very excited. A grand don't come for free. By the streets. the streets, and it. I discovered that album this year because I was when Dry Your Eyes came out all those years ago, back in two thousand and four. Back in the eons. Yeah. So yeah, Grand Don't Come for Free by the Streets. Like when when Dry Your Eyes came out, I was like, I don't like this because I was nine years old, and I <laughs> and I, and I, I didn't really never get it. experience heartbreak. <laughs> That's it. And uh, and now I listen to the album, and there's so many because. The thing that got me into the album is I was listening to a playlist of like indie music over the summer and uh, Fit But You Know It was on it. Oh, and I, I listened to song. Fit But You Know It and it's such a good song. Like It's just so... I, but A Grand Don't Come For Free is some of the best storytelling you'll ever hear in, in British music, quite possibly. Yeah. It's absolutely phenomenal. Because he literally is just telling stories. He's speaking. But yeah. it's, well, it's rapping at the same time. It's like... It's not just he's not just speaking because that's that's the thing that's a criticism that a lot of people have of the streets. They're like he's just talking over some music. It's so much more than it, that. It's a tableau of British life, isn't yeah. it? It's a tableau yeah. of British working class life. Mm-hmm. And wh- wherever you are on that spectrum, you've experienced some of it. And yeah. that that emotion, even if it's not the actual, you haven't lived the story that you've lived. You've experienced all of those emotions. Yeah. Like, there's a, the opening song on the album. No, not the opening song, sorry. It was supposed to be So Easy, which is the opening song. It is a great song. But Could Be Well In, which is the second song on the album, is so fantastic. And the lyrics, like the chorus lyrics, uh, I'm just going to read them to you. Um, the, the, they're just so good. Like, this is what really like drew me into the album, with, mm. was this chorus lyric, which is, I saw this thing on ITV the other week said that if she played with her hair, she's probably keen. She's playing with her hair well regularly, so I reckon I could well be in. And I just, like, it's just so good. Like, I, the, the, the line, I saw this thing on ITV the other week. Yeah. Like, it's just... Oh, man. But I'm very excited to see the streets in April. Um, me too. I'm yeah. excited to go with you. Yeah, me too. It's, uh... I've, I actually forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then I do. And I've, got, I've already booked a lot of gigs next year, and I think I need to... Chill. Start writing them down because <laughs> I'm gonna forget. Um, yeah, 
But yeah, I think that's about it for a roundup of the mm. year. It's been an amazing year. It's I mean, been like, a year of ups and downs. I mean, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be the first to say there's been some ups and downs. There's been some real downs. Yeah. <laughs> but, a, but a lot of ups. But also a lot of ups. Um, and surprising ups as well. Yeah, and a lot of surprising downs as well, I think, maybe. Mm. Um, yeah, and you know, the world is in a weird place right now. It is, yeah. I mean, like, fuck knows if we're going to get to 2018. <laughs> I was going to say, it's only a week podcast. away, but who knows. Um, yeah. Please, Mr. Kim Yong, <laughs> have mercy on us. We've got we've got to do more podcasts. <laughs> Just spare me and Brian. Just, yeah, and, and like, about, what is it? And as many of our audience, that as many people as our audience makes up. That's yeah. A... <laughs> Although we do want to expand our audience. We so. do. So yeah, if you've had um, any thoughts about your favourite TV show, film, album, song, band, whatever, of 2017, get at us. Yeah, and, and we'll listen to it and we'll say, you know what, you were probably wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or we'll listen to it and be like, actually, yeah, you were entirely right. Yeah, And I think that is the... More likely thing. Yes. Also, big shout out to Alfie again. I gave him a shout out last week. But actually, right, I gave him a shout out on the last podcast. And then when I went to the midnight screening of The Last Jedi, I was sat next to him. And I didn't go with him. Really? Yeah. Like, I went with my other friend and I ended up sat. I mean, there was an aisle between us. Like, okay. I was sat on, yeah. on the aisle seat. Either and he side was of sat, the aisle. He was yeah. sat on the other aisle seat. And I was like, whoa, hello. <laughs> so, yeah, big shout out to him. Because he's a big supporter of our podcast. He, he listens is. every week. And it just means so much to me and to you, I imagine. And, and well. I, I know that we say this every week, but anyone who listens, it means the world to the us. The absolute world to us. And we're, I'm so pleased. Like, just hearing from Corey all the way across, yeah, across like, the ocean in, in Canada, just like, man... It's um, it's 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 humbling, mm. to say the least, and we really appreciate it. And as it's Christmas Eve, I would just like to say that uh, I am incredibly thankful for Ben. I am incredibly thankful that Ben agreed to do this podcast <laughs> with me, and I'm incredibly thankful to everyone that listens and anyone that said a remotely positive thing about our podcast. I, I would like to echo Brian's comments, particularly about me. I would like to thank <laughs> the world for me. <laughs> but also, thank you, Brian, because you know all the technical shit. I have no fucking clue how it works. And you're like, oh, yeah, we just need to up the revs on this one. I'm like, yeah, man, up all those revs. Thing is, I'm, we're, not gonna, we're not listening to this back today. I'm just going to upload it. Are you? Yeah, it because just freehand. it's we're over an hour and a half now. This is the longest podcast we've ever done, and it's Christmas Eve, and it's half past eight. Uh, yeah, and my train leaves at ten, so yeah, we can't so listen to it back. <laughs> we can't listen to it back, and it's got to go out tonight because it's our Christmas special. So yeah, so in if there's any mistakes, enjoy. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, thank you so much for listening. And if you've got any thoughts, just tweet us at Alt Twats with a four. <laughs> and uh, uh, or get us on Facebook page or our email, which is alternative twats with a four instead of an A on the twats uh, at hotmail.com. Mm, UK? I think it might be gmail.com. Is it Gmail? I'm not oh, sure. Oh, no. I'm not sure. Boy. Oh, Ben, look it up quick. Um, <laughs> but yeah, just, you know, get in touch with us. If you know us, just message us personally. But I mean, if you know us. 
And hotmail, you at hotmail dot. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I'd got this up before I'd said it. Dot hotmail. Alternative twats with a four for the twats. Yeah. At hotmail.com. So I was right. You were right. After all that. Um, yeah, if you do know us and you want to get in touch with us, I mean, feel free to message us through our page. Yeah. It makes us feel a little bit more professional. Yeah, it does. <laughs> but, I mean, if you if you can't be bothered and you just want to message us personally, then, you know, fair enough, whatever. Um, but, yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Ben. Merry Christmas, Brian. And uh, we will see you guys in the new year. Um, our first recording back will be... Uh, We'll be in January. It will. Which is insane. If we make it that far. <laughs> if we make it that far. <laughs> but uh, we hope you all have a very Merry Christmas and a, and a Happy New Year. And uh, good luck in 2018, Yeah, I guess. I, and I, I just wanted to say, I, we've only been on four dates, but I love you. Uh, yeah, I... Uh, this is awkward. You don't feel the same way about it's our audience. Been, it's only been four dates, Ben. <laughs> no, I love you. Of course I love you. Oi, oi, look oh, at you, look at you. Just, look at those cheeks. <laughs> I'm waggling your cheeks right now. Can you feel it, audience? Oh, Can you feel ooh. it? <laughs> right. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Should we cut that bit? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.